0: Welcome to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast. In this episode, Preston Keller speaks to us on the message of As Long As It Takes. We hope and pray this message blesses your life. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit us at nlcclancaster.com. Does anyone just not do very well with waiting? Now, don't point to anyone. Just don't do well with waiting. Waiting situations like you're sick and you're sitting in the doctor's office for over an hour forever. You might, might be waiting for payday. Can payday get here? Might be waiting with that oh, terrible canned music on the phone when you're calling your internet service provider. You might be going to the mall with someone when you don't have anything to buy and you just feel like you're waiting and waiting. You're hungry and waiting to be seated at the busy restaurant, or you're at home waiting for that pizza delivery person to just get there. Sometimes it's difficult to wait, amen? Waiting for the Amazon package to arrive. Prime said it would be two days, and this is day three. Where is it? Then when it arrives, you're like, what in the world did I order? I have no clue. Any Amazon junkies like that? You're like, you get the package in the mail. What did I order? I have no clue. It's like Christmas all the time. That's why you need need Amazon. Um, Flight delays or cancellations. You're waiting on a flight only to find out that it's canceled and you have to stay another night in another city, in a hotel, at an airport. It's just terrible. Isn't this encouraging today? Waiting at the DMV. Waiting in rush hour traffic. My goodness. Does anyone need a fresh dose of the Holy Spirit right now just thinking of this? My goodness. Some things we just have to wait for. And some things are worth it. Some things are worth it. Our title today for this sermon is As Long As It Takes. As long as as it takes. Let's pray one more time that God would speak to us. Would you pray for yourself that God would open your heart and speak to you? Lord, we pray, Jesus, that you would have your way in the remainder of this service. Lord Jesus, we're here for you. We're here to receive a word from you today, God. We pray that you would open our hearts and our minds to receive your word, what you have to speak to every individual, every family Every person in this place today, Jesus, we pray, God, that we you would be glorified in all that we do, and that your word would stay with us this week and every day that comes next. In Jesus' name, someone said, amen. "Amen." Amen. You can you can remain seated. We're going to go to Second Peter, uh, chapter three, verses eight and nine to start off. He said, "You must not forget this one thing, dear friends." A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. At one point or another, each of us joins that some group. We reach places where it's painfully clear that our sense of time urgency must be different than God's. We're urgent about it. I need a result. I need an answer. And it seems like God's time frame is a little bit different. Than mine, And it is. We prefer to measure time in minutes rather than months. We are a, a microwave society. We want quick answers. We want it to be right there, accessible at the time of need. We measure time in minutes rather than months. And Jesus measures times by millennia. A thousand years is like a day. And a day is like a thousand years years he's not confined to time God knows that he sometimes appears slow moving to you and I which is one merciful reason he gave us this word he gave us this book which God took thousands of years to assemble through men and women of God it shows us that God is not slow or slow moving but patient in working out His redemptive purposes in the best ways, some would say patient. Second Peter three nine. Again, the Lord isn't really being slow about His promise, as some people think. No, He is being patient for your sake. This shows that God is compassionate toward us when we wait for Him. Sometimes, for that, uh, for what seems like for a very, very long time. And we can look at Abraham and Sarah where they were not only the parents of all of God's children, their, their lives are perhaps the most famous picture of God's redemptive purposes in what seems like a painfully slow pace. Abram, as he was first called, was already 75 years old when God promised to make him a great nation that would bless all the families of the earth and, and to give the land of the Canaanites to his offspring. Genesis 12, 1 through 3 says, The Lord had said to Abram, Leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. In verse 3, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. However, there was a problem here. God had promised something to Abram that he would be the father of many nations, The problem is Abram has no kids, no offspring. His wife, Sarai, as she was first called, was barren, Genesis 1130. But Sarai was unable to become pregnant and had no children. And so this promise was given to Abram, and years passed. No promise has come to pass. Years passed, still no child. So Abram prudently planned to make his servant Eliezer to be his heir. He kind of started to take it in his own hands. Well, God made this promise, I guess let's make it happen. But the Lord said to him, no, your servant will not be your heir for you will. Someone say will have a son of your own who will be your heir. Then he took Abram out and showed him the night sky. And told him that his offspring would be so numerous, it would be like counting the stars, which is not possible with the human eye. So now Abram has this amazing moment. I wish God would just take me out to the night sky and make me a humongous promise. But even after that, years again passed by. Years later, it was still just Abram and Sarai. In the tent, Sarai became desperate and gave up on waiting. She decided that her maid servant, Hagar, could be a surrogate childbearer for her. This sounded humanly reasonable to 86-year-old Abram, but he did not consult God. And the solution backfired. Big time. Abram and Sarai became impatient with God's plan. And they took it into their own hands to fulfill a promise that only God could fulfill. Thirteen more years, someone say years, went by before God finally told 99-year-old Abram that 89-year-old Sarai would bear a son. And God changed their names to Abraham and Sarah. A year later, Isaac is born. It finally happened. It was 25 years of waiting. 25 years from the promise given to the start of the promise to come to pass. Any earthly reason to hope for a child during this 25 years went from highly unlikely to impossible. Their only hope was God's promise, which was precisely God's purpose in the long, confusing wait. It was 25 years. When I was preparing for this, I couldn't help but think of, of Brother Gibbs' story when he uh, had a calling on his life. A promise was given to Brother Chris Gibbs that he was meant to do ministry in Africa. And and as we know, we've shared the story. Over 20 years after receiving that calling and promise, from God, uh, did God open the door to make it happen? That's a long time to wait. I'm sure Brother Gibbs would tell you it wasn't always his timing. He knew he had this calling to go to Africa. He knew he had this calling to be a missionary, and he just had to wait. God's timing might have seemed slow moving, but it was perfect timing. Timing. In Romans chapter 4, 20 and 21, Paul talked about Abraham. He said, Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. Chris Gibbs never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, Abraham's, uh, his faith grew stronger even through those tough years. And in this, he brought glory to God. Verse 21, he was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever He promises, He was fully convinced. Today, I just feel like someone needs to get fully convinced that God is able to do whatever He has promised you that He was going to do. Well, I don't see how. That's okay, because God does. God knows. God determined that all of this, uh, that all of His true children would be born again through faith. To a living hope, and then live by faith in his promises alone. So he took patient pains to cultivate that in Abraham and Sarah, and he does the same for us today. How long, O oh Lord, have you ever asked that? How long is this going to take? One of the most profoundly comforting things about Scripture is how it reveals God's compassion for us impatient waiters. He knows that he can appear slow-moving to us. He knows that at times we are going to feel like he's forgotten all about us and is hiding his face from us. He knows that as he patiently works out his purposes, we will experience circumstances so difficult and confusing that we cry out, in bewildered pain. And so he not only gives us stories like Abraham and Sarah to help us see that we are not alone. He also gives us songs to sing. A lot like Psalm 13. Verse 1 goes like this. This was a song. How long, O Lord? Will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? This canon-filled songbook is full of raw poetry, more raw and blunt than many of us are, even when confiding our pain in our most trusted friends. And these were congregational songs. The people of Israel were to sing them together, and from this we are to hear from God that he knows our waiting for him can be difficult. He knows it can feel to us like he is taking way too long. But he gives us permission to ask this question. How long is this going to last? How long, O oh Lord? If you've been waiting for an answer, I tell you today just keep waiting. Because God is working. He reminds us that when we feel like he's forgotten us, it is an experience common to all of his children. Common enough to warrant congregational singing about it. And as we pray or sing such psalms, they remind us that God, in fact, has not forgotten us. He has not forgotten us that what we feel isn't always real, and that God's promises are truer than our perceptions. God's promises are truer than our perceptions. Waiting can be draining. Amen to that. Waiting can be can be draining. It is draining, but I present to you good news today from the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you are waiting on him, renewed strength is right around the corner. Renewed strength is coming. Once again, 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. God's chosen pace as well as his chosen place for us, is redemptive. It's redemptive. That bewildering, confusing, painful place where we feel like we're stuck and just waiting and waiting could even be for years, it's actually redemptive more than we know. There is more at stake behind the scenes with God than we can see. More going on than meets the eye. But here are two gracious promises God gives to us when we are waiting. Promise one is Isaiah 64, 4. For since the world began, no ear has heard and no eye has seen a God like you who works for those who wait for him. Isn't that a good promise? Promise two, Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint but they that wait someone say wait upon the lord shall renew their strength like abraham and sarah god is working for you as you wait for him and he will bring renewal to your weary heart never forget god is working in your waiting god is working In your waiting. So be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. He is able to do what He has promised. God is able to do what He has promised. He will not make a promise that He cannot fulfill. So it's not a question of, is God able? It's a question of, will I be strong enough, bold enough to keep waiting on Him? To keep waiting on him after the promise is given. Miracle or not, keep waiting on him. Promise fulfilled yet or not will I keep waiting on him. Waiting is difficult, but we're all we all go through it. There's a song I came across earlier this year. It truly, it truly has has wrecked me. Have you ever come across a worship song that just, that's your song for, for the season, for, for whatever you're going through? And, and this song is the inspiration for this entire message today. This message, message came out of a song, and I recommend you listen to it, worship to it later today. It's, it's by Alisa Lisa Turner called Miracle or Not. It's a song called Miracle or Not. Or not. Verse 1 goes like this. How long will I have to hear the stories of how you were able? How long will I have to celebrate the miracle that's not my own? How long will I lift my voice and sing again that you are always good? When I'm feeling all this distance, I never thought I would. How Long In verse 2, how long will I give myself before I give up waiting? How long will I have to hide behind the smile that says that I'm okay? How long will I hold on to the promises that I heard you speak when every passing day just leaves me broken down and weak? And the chorus gives the artist's answer. As long as it takes for my heart to find its song. As long as it takes to know, to know I'm still not alone. And at the end of the day, I'll stand right here and say, I know that you love me, miracle or not. The bridge says, I will sing until my broken heart believes it. I will sing until my broken heart believes it. I'll declare it until I smell the smoke of faith, and with my hands held high, I'll scream it in the darkness until hope is finally louder than the ache. I know that you love me, miracle or not. You gave me a promise. I haven't seen it fulfilled yet, but I know that you love me, promise fulfilled or not. How long will I have to hear the stories of how you were able? How long do I have, Lord, how long do I have to come in here on a Sunday or a Wednesday and hear stories from the Bible preached of how you were able back then? How long will I have to celebrate the miracle that's not my own? You gave me a promise of healing, Lord, and I see people all around me being healed. I'm I'm happy for their miracle, but how long? Will I have to celebrate their miracle and not find my own? How long will I have to come in here and lift my voice again and sing again, talking about how you're you're always good? How long? As long as it takes. I'll stand here and declare it. As long as it takes for my heart to find its song, I will stand on your promise, even if I haven't seen it fulfilled yet. As long as it takes to know I'm still not alone. I'll stand right here and say, I know that you love me, miracle or not. How long do I have to wait? As long as it takes. How long do I have to go through this family sickness? As long as... As it takes how long do I have to go through this financial stress, God? As long as it takes, I'll trust you. How long do I have to be the only one in my family serving you, God? As long as it takes, I know that you love me, Lord. Miracle or not, I know that you love me. So I ask myself, How long will I? and let me answer myself, As long as as it takes. God is working in my waiting. God is working in your waiting. Give me strength, Lord, to wait on you, for I'll find you working while I'm waiting. Many of you today have received a promise from God that doesn't make sense at this moment. Maybe you received it years ago, months ago, this year. Whatever it might be, it might not make sense right now at this moment because it's impossible to be carried out right now. Abram, you're going to be a father of many nations. Awesome, thank you. Thank you for that promise, God. One problem, I don't have any children And 25 years goes by. Keep waiting because God is working. Keep waiting because God is working. I don't know what you've been waiting for God to do But I invite you to this altar in a moment. I invite you to come talk to God about the waiting problem, about the waiting room that sometimes God puts us in. He's not being slow moving. He's being patient for our sake. We don't see everything that's going on behind closed doors with God. So that's what faith is all about I don't know what you've been waiting for God to do. I know there are many parents and grandparents who have been praying for their children to come back to the Lord. Keep waiting because God is working. He hears your prayers. There are spouses, there are sons and daughters today who are the only one in their families serving the Lord. You've been praying for your family to be introduced to Jesus, your King and your Savior How long will I have to wait? As long as it takes. I pray that you would have strength today to wait on the Lord. There are those of you who have sick loved ones. And in our opinion, they've been sick for too long. You've been praying, wondering when the healing will come. Keep waiting because God is working. There are those of you who have been battling every day financially just to stay afloat. How long will I have to wait, Lord? When will my promise come to pass? Wait as long as it takes because God is working on your behalf. I'm just going to keep trusting in you, Jesus. Let's all stand. If you are waiting on a promise from God, you don't see how it's going to come to pass, I invite you to rededicate your heart to Jesus today. I invite you, maybe you haven't told him verbally this in a long time. I invite you to tell him that you trust him. That you trust his timing and not our human timing. When we think things should happen in minutes, it, it might take years for him. But it's perfect timing. It's perfect timing. I invite someone to come pray a bold, as long as it takes, prayer today. So I don't know what your waiting looks like. All I know and came to tell you today is that God is working. And that concludes this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. And for those of you on iTunes, leave us a good rating. Thank you for listening to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast.